Well, hello and welcome to What's Brewing, CISFA. What's Brewing, CISFA is a podcast produced for the California Community College's Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2021-2022 CISFA past president. And I'm Dana Yarbrough, Dennis's co-host and fellow employee at Los Angeles Mission College. What's Brewing CISFA hopes to inform you about what's going on in the world of financial aid and the California community colleges, while also providing some well-needed entertainment. So, if you're ready, let's start the show. And welcome to another episode for 2022 of the What's Brewing CISFA show. Let's start this show with our first cup. Dana, I'm looking around and I don't see your first cup. Oh, man, that's because I've already had uh, two or three earlier this morning. Now, did you get some of the yummy coffee that yeah. one of our coworkers brought yeah, in? Cafe de Oda, yeah. That's right, I the sure coffee did. with the cinnamon, the cinnamon. and the man. sugar. I have to stay away from that stuff. I, I that think was that's, really good. It's probably one of my favorite coffees. Yeah? Yeah. So I could probably drink that whole traveler. <laughs> Traveler thing that they brought, yeah, by myself. It was amazing. I don't know if I've ever had that. Yeah, it's so good. You would have thought by now that, you know, uh, certainly both of us are, at least I would have hopefully tried it, but Mm -hmm. I guess not. Yeah, um, I've actually made it at home a couple of times, but um, our co-worker um, who brought it in, where she gets it, it's so good. Yeah. You know, wherever she gets it, and it's the best. It's really good. It's, Mm -hmm. It's almost... I don't want to say seasonal, but it definitely because of the cinnamon. All, oh, yeah. It uh-huh. kind of tastes like the holidays. Uh, it does. It really does. Uh-huh. But I will tell you, I will drink that year round. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the summer. Uh, I can see that working. Yeah. You know, the cinnamon, uh, mm-hmm. the sugar. It's like it's like sweet tea, but not tea. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's call it that, uh, you know. But okay, yeah. So you've already, you're already uh, all lathered up with your... Uh, Coffee Dior. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. No problem. Yeah, I had some too, and now I'm just big gulp size of diet soda. <laughs> <clears throat> Get me through the rest of the morning. Yeah, yeah. So this is our first show of the year. So people, if you felt that uh, your podcasting did not update for a Tuesday show from earlier in the week, that's because there was no Tuesday show. Mm-hmm. Dana, when we got back here on Tuesday, did I look busy? Um, I think all of us were pretty much uh, stuck in our cubicles. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. it was probably the quietest day in this office. <laughs> yeah, catching up on yeah. the 100,000 emails. Yeah. And I think yeah. you had a lot of meetings. I had interviews. interviews. I remember, yes, it was interviews right. for interviews. open position on uh-huh. campus, so I had to sit through nine hours of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yes, uh, so unfortunately, could not get a Tuesday. So today will kind of be a a bonus episode. If we run a little long, I'm sure our listening audience will be okay with us. (laughs) Yeah. But yes, uh, so no Tuesday, but we'll start next week again. I'll get back on doing uh, news on Tuesdays, possibly Wednesdays. And then me and Dana will go full force on Fridays. All right. I think we're good for a number of weeks because... I think uh, there's a Friday somewhere there in uh, February that we've got the President's Day off. So we'll have to figure that one out. Mm-hmm. We'll figure out if we uh, 
did the magic that we did at the end of last year where we pre-record. <laughs> and then guess hope that things don't fall apart. Right. right. You know, uh-huh. that's the only thing, yeah. you know, we could hope for. <laughs> so let's think about that, Dana. We pre-recorded two weeks worth, right? Yeah, that was intense. That was intense. <laughs> I'm trying to think, was there anything that popped up along the way? That we talked about? That we didn't talk about. Oh, that we did not talk about. Yeah, oh, okay. that people would have expected Maybe us. the rain? Maybe. Uh, you know, yeah, the rain would have been one. Yeah, I had not anticipated so much rain. Even though, you know, here out in Cali, we definitely, you know, need it. Yeah. Uh, um, obviously, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it hasn't stormed that good in a very long time. So it was kind of, you know, exciting and shocking. And refreshing. Yeah, yeah definitely refreshing. As long as your houses are well bundled oh, up, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and nobody had any leaks, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was overall good. And uh, it washed away all the smog for now. Oh, my goodness, for yeah. Now. yeah. Like the days right afterwards, uh-huh. it was something else. I mean, you don't get to see that a lot in L.A. Right. Um, because even like if you get a rain... Let's say from May to October, the heat brings, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. the dust and the dirt yes, back pretty quick. It does. But this being winter, you're right. It did kind of just clear the air. And just renewed, renewed us. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> you could see from Pacoima all the way down to the ocean. My God. Almost. Just beautiful. And even out here, because, you know, we have the mountains in the back. Yeah. And the sky is actually blue. You can- Absolutely. <laughs> There's no gray haze over it. You yeah. don't see that cloud right. of brown uh-huh. particulate in the air. Yeah. Waiting to get inside you. Oh man. <clears throat> yeah, quite quite the quite the nice thing. What else did we miss? Uh Betty White. Oh yeah. Passing. Oh, man. She would have passed just as we would have recorded that last yeah. show of the year. Yeah. So that one hit hard. That one yeah. hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ninety nine. She did pretty good. Not a bad run. Right, right. And I had watched her um her documentary on Netflix. But okay. when they were um when they had announced it on the news and then you know how they um talk about like her the history of her career, mm-hmm. it kind of ref- you know was a refresher for me and you know I realized, you know how extensive her career was. No kidding. Cuz you know me, you know I grew up just watching Golden Girls. Sure. You know? And then of sure. course afterwards, you know in movies and you know other shows. So but you know, pre Golden Girls, I you know, yeah. I had not realized you know how long she'd been in the industry. So, you know? did you have you seen the Mary Tyler Moore show? Only you know maybe a couple of episodes here and there. Okay, mm-hmm. no, if you watch her on that show, it's very compared to her Golden Girls, where she plays the naive older lady. She plays kind of like this sexually awakened lady who's always kind of like hitting on. You know the guys at the at the news station because she's just kind of you know a little more open that way. Mm-hmm. So it's a very she's got yeah. a funny, funny part. But you know she was a very attractive lady, mm-hmm. even going back there. And then again, you know before that, it was like radio going into TV time that she started. So it was very yeah. She's got a very interesting storied career. Yeah, yeah, and she's been in the industry forever, like literally since been, the yeah. beginning of TV. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. So yeah, yeah that's. That's definitely a loss for sure. Yeah. So, you know, 99, not bad. And then, uh, well, the only news today, I don't know if you saw, Sydney Poitier. Mm. 94. Man. <laughs> There's a guy, too. And what he, a career. And he made it to see 2022. That he did. Yeah. yeah. He made it over the hump. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh huh. Man. Yeah. Some great losses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that's what's going on in that world. Let's see what else uh, since uh, that. Uh, our holidays. So, Dana, did you have a good couple weeks away? I Yeah, it was awesome. Just, I didn't travel, well, you know, I didn't travel a lot, uh-huh. um, you know, because of the rain. Mm. Stayed home, but it, it was the best staycation I think I've had in, yeah. in a long time, you know, um, especially because my aunt, uh, she oh, came yeah. to stay with my mom and I for a couple of days. So it was nice having her um, around. And she's from where? She's from the L.A. area. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. She, well, <laughs> you never know. Like, oh, no, yeah. she's like from, you know, yeah. uh, Tennessee uh-huh. or, you know, Ohio or something. Yeah, she just lives out there in L.A., <laughs> somewhere on Normandy. So, hold on a second. So, she escapes to Pacoima? <laughs> yeah, of wow. all places, right? Wow. <laughs> okay, so, I got gotcha. yeah. yeah, so she came out to, to be with us, and that was really nice. And, uh, yeah, just rested, mm-hmm. um, ate a lot. Okay. Did you do a lot of the cooking? Heck yeah. Yeah. I did the cooking. Okay. Okay, let me stop that line. Mom did, she did some sides, but I did the majority of it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think one day I I woke up at 11 a.m. and didn't stop cooking until maybe 11 p.m., almost midnight. Wow. Yeah, because in in our household, Mm -hmm. we like to cook the day before. Okay. The actual holiday, and then just eat all day on the holiday. So you would have spent most of like your Christmas Eve day. That's what happened. That's exactly doing what the cooking. Yep. So Christmas for the Eve, next day. Christmas Eve, I did all the cooking, and then <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I, I did finish like around eleven p.m. Wow. Then we watched, we streamed our candlelight service through our, you know to our church. Okay. And okay. I think we ate afterwards, after nice. midnight. Well, you yeah. probably were hungry at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think, that. yeah, we ate open presents and then went to sleep. That's exactly wow. what happened. Yeah. So you're also the open presents on oh, the Oh, yeah, Eve? midnight. Midnight, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. We do that. You know, never was in one of those families, and uh, that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my Christmas, um, so Christmas Eve, I was already in uh, the Midwest uh, visiting with my brother, not staying at his house, of course. Goodness. There's no room there. Oh, yeah. That, and he keeps it... Um, for being a man with a wife and two daughters, he's he must have uh, early on accustomed them to the fact that he's cheap <laughs> when it comes to paying for heat. Because his house cold. is a meat locker. Oh, man. The only warm room in his house is the bathroom that's off the kitchen in the back of the house. Because he redesigned his kitchen and they just had it finished before Thanksgiving. And so the one heat register in that bathroom keeps that bathroom at about 80 degrees. Oh. The rest of the house is somewhere around 50. Some Somehow the heat is just converging to that one room. That yes. Happening. It must yeah. be right over the furnace is my guess because okay. they have a basement, of course. Okay. That's something people in California don't understand what a basement is. Because uh, I don't think we can have basements. Won't you we, can. We, won't we die, though, in an earthquake? No. What will happen to us? No, no, no. It's just, it, you know what? You know, here's the reason why they have them. So, have you ever heard of what's called the frost line? Mm-mm. Okay. And that's good because you live in California because it really doesn't apply. So, the frost line is the idea that water in the soil, when it's cold, will freeze. And what does water do when it freezes? It expands. Right? Water turning into ice actually expands. It's one of the few things versus contracting like most things that get cold. So, in the Midwest... 
they have what's considered like the frost line, which usually is anywhere from two to three to four feet. And what that means is the water in the soil, two to three to four feet down, will freeze. Mm -hmm. So if you had a house, like you have a California house, mm -hmm. that's just on a concrete slab, you know, a couple inches thick or whatever, laid out on the bottom of your house. If you had that in the Midwest, <clears throat> what would happen is the frozen water in the soil would actually push your house up. Got you. So that's why you have basements. You Got dig you. down uh, beyond the frost Got line. You. Got you. So that even if it's trying to push against it, it can't push from below. Mm -hmm. It'd be pushing on the side, but again, <clears throat> the way things are structured, it's not going to crunk your house. Got you. But what happens is that's why you have basements there. That and, you know, tornadoes. And I was going to say, yeah, that too. Yeah. You want to be protected uh, in any kind of uh, tornado time. Absolutely. So you go to what they consider to be the southwest south west corner of your basement because most tornadoes come from the southwest moving towards the northeast so to protect yourself that's right that's what you do so yes that was our basement in our house where uh let's see in our first house in milwaukee that's where my dad's workroom was so okay. it was like the least uh clean corner of the house yeah by far gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but no yes that that's that's what uh that that's that so yes my brother's house furnace in the basement, pumping all the heat to the one to bathroom. The one bathroom. <clears throat> and his okay. kitchen uh, and his granite countertops frozen like ice. Oh, man. So leaning on him, my elbows got cold. I don't think I could make it in that house. No, yeah. no. Yeah. No, everyone sitting in the living room is bundled up as if they're about to go outside. <laughs> no um, fireplace? He has a fireplace, but it's not working. It's an old house. It's okay. like a 1905 house. Oh, wow. Uh, it was renovated... When he moved in, that this guy was buying up the old houses and redoing them. Okay. I wouldn't say that he did it to Hollywood standards, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's Milwaukee standards. So you, yeah. you scrimp a little bit. You don't in insulate everything as well. And those home improvement projects, man, they they add up. Well, the kitchen is what he just did this year. Uh -huh. And they went from tiny little kitchen to... Uh, more like a Hollywood kitchen. You know, it's okay. big, big center island, nice yes. countertops, lots more cabinets, uh, slightly better um, uh, appliances, all stainless steel. But, you know, he's not a, you know, he's not a Sub-Zero wolf Viking uh, guy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, that would have been like all of his budget right there. Yeah. But absolutely. definitely nicer things, okay. nice floor. Yeah, it's really, really turned out well. You could sit multiple people around the counter. So, but still, 55 degrees. Man. But that was, you know, Mike, so Mike Christmas Eve went over to his house, uh, hung out for a while, had snacks, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then Chris, but he doesn't, he does do all the cooking, but he won't cook until the day of. So, gotcha. so he did cook most of the meal for Christmas Day. Okay. Uh, tenderloin. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. Uh, ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brussels sprouts. Nice. Two types of potatoes because the kids like uh, certain types of potatoes. Okay. Uh, what else do we have? That's very nice of him that he yeah. does a variety. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. They had this carrot cake that apparently one of his coworkers made for some party and then like everybody wanted the recipe. Mm. But they, she just made it for him. Oh, okay. Like a pan of carrot cake. Oh, that's nice. Very, very good. Uh-huh. Very good. Oh, yeah. So that was the dessert. So, yeah, we had all that. Uh, but, yeah, he did that all as we were sitting in the kitchen. And then when food was ready, 
over to the dining room Time we to went. Eat, let's go. You know, eat with mom and him, the two kids, the wife, you know, everyone else. That's so nice. Yeah, so it was it was nice. See, it's so good to be family during the holidays. Yes, and then three days later I was like, oh, I gotta get gotta out of get here. Gotta get out of well, yeah. Gotta go. <laughs> well, I didn't say be with family permanently. No. It's a temporary situation. <laughs> no, my mother did ask me on the drive when we went down to pick her up and bring her to my brother's house. So do you ever think of coming back and living here in the Midwest? Oh, oh that's so sweet. I said, Mother, never, <laughs> never in my whole life would I want to. I mean, you know, it's nice to have seasons. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have the family. But unless I can get all my friends to move too. Oh. You know? Then that'd be something different. That mm-hmm. and realistically, nothing against uh, you know, let's say the fair city of Milwaukee and all, but um I don't really want to take a forty percent pay cut at this point in my life <laughs> to have the same job. At a university in the Milwaukee, gotcha. Wisconsin area. That's and I get it. It doesn't cost as much to live there. Right. But, you know, but, you know. My brother, for what he paid for his house, wouldn't get you a garage here in L.A. Wow. You know, wow. At all. You know, wouldn't get you a garage. That's so, facts. Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, the funny joke I always used to say was when they, uh, when uh, Yasmani Grandall, who used to be the catcher for the L.A. Dodgers, uh, couldn't get signed back by the Dodgers because he wanted big money mm-hmm. and a long-term contract, and the Dodgers aren't good at that. He went to Milwaukee. He still signed for like $18 million. Wow. And I could, I guess I, I, I was telling someone, like, I can just imagine him going to the local real estate agent and going, yeah, I assume I need a house. Let's say like 5 to $6 million. And the agent going, oh, I don't think we can help you with that. And he'd go, why? He goes, None of the houses in Milwaukee cost that much. <laughs> you know, literally. I mean, you could buy like acres and acres and with a still, farm huh? and it still wouldn't be yep. five to six million dollars. super dope. Wow. Yeah. That's the kind of market it is. Man. But it's nice to visit. It was nice time there in the Midwest. It sounds like it. And then how was your actual plane trip out there? Amazingly good. Mm-hmm. I uh, Maybe I was the only lucky one. But considering I had four flights because, you know, there was a connector and I had to get off the plane and get on another plane. At least they were all with the same airline. But uh, we ran on time all the time, pretty much. And all my bags made it there. There you go. You know, it's part also because, you know, I said first class. Oh, not, excuse me. Yeah, you know, I'm not sitting in the, in the what is that, the uh, cattle call or whatever they call it. Uh, uh, you know, whatever they call that area where they have the hay bales wow, that people man, sit on. You just can't even think of the, the economy. Name. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like everyone loves an economy car? Yeah, no. <laughs> Would you want to love your seat in economy on a plane? No. Although I have to say the snacks were a little um, downsized. I was going to say, um, I thought they actually cut that out. Like, so for the yeah. people in the <clears throat> economy section, oh, uh, okay. I don't think they got snacks. I think they could get water okay. sprayed in their like mouth. Because like, um, <laughs> like a... Psh, 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 there you go, and you're good. From afar, like, a, like the... Like the like the assistants in a football game where you see the women come out there to these gigantic athletes and they take the Gatorade bottle from above mm-hmm. and they squirt, you know, water. That's, that's what mouth. happens. It's a little like that. Oh, okay. But in first class, um, no, the, what they do now, instead of like uh, like an open tray or mm-hmm. stuff, it's like all in a box. Oh, okay. So you have a couple boxes. One was like a tapas box. One was like just um, uh, a mix of stuff. So it was like, Cheese and sausage and crackers and some apricots and all kinds of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The only time we had hot food was 
the last leg coming back home because it was a later flight. Oh, I got you. So what would have been in the dinner hour, we could have a hot snack. Okay. And I think it was some kind of uh, chicken wrap of some sort. Well, excuse me. It was All pretty right. good. Oh, well, there you go. But again, came in a little pocket thing and they just warmed <laughs> it up, you know. And of course, you know, I think you could have alcohol for free. But, you know, I didn't want to, you know. I'll get liquored up and all that. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to going out there, but, wow. you know, I didn't want to, you know. Coming back, different story. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I had to pick up the car and all. But, no, I got very lucky on the flights. That is so good. Yeah, very Because I heard some horror stories, man. Uh-huh. Or just, you know, looking on the news. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I looked at the boards to see on time mm-hmm. versus the uh, maybe like 10% of my flights of from my airline canceled. Canceled, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. No. Yeah. No, especially worse would have been, you know, to get like the last part of the flight, yep. you know, get to my midpoint mm-hmm. and, and then, then be stuck. And it's, you're just there. <clears throat> Man. Yeah. Yeah. So brave traveling and happy that it was safe travels. It was. Yeah. yeah it was well, you know, it was well worth it to see family. Uh, let's say, Dana, we uh, maybe play a little music here, move our way into some other topics. How's that sound? Sounds good. And welcome back for our second cup segment on the What's Brewing Ceasefire Show. I figured it's time for a little bit of a refill here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, along with holidays, at least the type of holidays we had, any cool gifts you get? Oh man! Or give? Um, <laughs> I mean, you can. I'm gonna let you take full credit for something cool. Okay. So, as far as giving, so uh-huh. I know I've mentioned a couple of times on the show. You know, how I'm trying to um, be more conservative in my spending habits. How'd that work? Man, so (laughs) I hadn't planned on buying any Christmas gifts, you know, because of that, you know. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't know, the spirit just hit me and I Uh just thought to myself, well, you know, I can't just, you know, I just want, I want to get something for some people. Okay. I don't want to just leave them hanging. That's kind of you. Right. But then what happened is, like always, I spiral. So... (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Because it can't just be a straightforward, simple gift. It has to be something a little extravagant. The word extra is a, a extra. key part here. Yes. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, I guess it's just in me, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. So, yeah, I ended up spending way more uh-huh. uh, than I had anticipated. And, uh, yeah, so I ended up buying... My parents, mm-hmm. for everyone listening, my dad lives in Arkansas, and I live with my mom out here in Cali. So I bought my parents a, a like a mini refrigerator for their rooms. Oh yes. So um, I do that because my mom, uh, you know, she we have stairs, and she has really bad sciatica. Mm-hmm. So you know, just to help her from keep going up and down the stairs. Yeah. That's why I got her hers, and then dad, just because uh, I got them like retro. Frigidaire yeah, 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 they look cool. You uh-huh. showed me the pictures. Yeah. Expensive? Yeah, well, you yeah. know, you pay for style. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so I think that was probably the the more expensive stuff that I uh, purchased for the uh-huh. parents. Now, as far as receiving, oh, man, I think this is probably one of the best Christmas Christmases where I've gotten some, like, amazing gifts. Yeah, um, yeah. My mom hooked me up, and you hooked me up, Dennis, with some amazing uh-huh. vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and money. And money. You can't okay. go wrong with money. 
I just seem to be handing it out, you know? <laughs> just making it rain? Don't know what mother wants? Money. <laughs> Middle brother? Uh, money. My brother's kids, you know, usually, you know, when they were younger, it was like, you know, I'd get the list of books or Barbies because one of them had a, uh, a Barbie uh, uh, cult clan because, you know, it was like eight women and, you know, just Ken there. So I don't know what's going on. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, but now he's like, you know, well, the girls like to do some shopping of their own, you know. and uh, Yeah, because they're getting older. You know, because so, they're getting older. Yeah. And one likes Target and all that. Like, so I just slip money into the card. That's I'm nice. like cold hard cash. And I, you know, I did tell them, I go, don't let your father, don't let your evil father oh, take yeah. it away and make you save it. You spend Go burn it. it. Yeah. Burn it as quick as you can. Uh-huh. You know, what you want. Exactly. Yeah. So the one that's into Barbies, is she kind of like phasing out of that? Yeah, yeah. she's now uh, 11, going to go oh, on 12 yeah. this year. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was like a few Christmases ago where mm-hmm. I got the full story of how uh, Barbie and Ken were kind of on the outs. Got you. You know, Ken had, uh, just wasn't paying enough attention to her, mm-hmm. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's when she got the mobile veterinary uh van oh, okay. so that she could help the animals because there were some horses involved i think and a couple dogs maybe. so barbie was on some you know what kim you know what i don't need you i'm gonna start my own mobile exactly business here yeah more or less that's and what happened my life yeah so ken had his car but ken was off to the side you know <laughs> he was far off to the side but he she had... literally kicked him to the side kicked him to yep, the curb kicked out All yeah right. he was not riding in the car oh. i'm gonna say that he wasn't riding in the van okay wow yeah Dang. All right, Barbie, you know, make a decision. Look, Living Barbie, you know, exploring yeah. other career options. There we go. Uh-huh. They could always life. They could always come back together later. It sounds like maybe not because he's off to the curb. Well, and now they're probably all off to the curb. <laughs> I have a feeling they're all stored in a box somewhere. So, uh-huh, going off to Goodwill. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And that's the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that was a little concerning with the younger of the two daughters was I don't think I saw her eyes off of a device for oh, very long. Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. I told my brother, because I know he's got Netflix, I'm like, have you not seen The Social Dilemma? Yeah, so good. And so I said, good. you better watch I go, because mm-hmm. I think you've got a social dilemma here. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, so I, I might have to remember my, uh, remind my brother uh, to watch that. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I'm still only 90% of the way through it myself. Because the last part, this last, you know, the last half of it is just, in my mind, so very disturbing. So that's why you're taking your time with it? Yeah, because it, it just it, it burns me on the mm-hmm. inside. To th- because this is what you see. You know, I get I get a little distracted on things when I see people so distracted on these type of things. Mm-hmm. Grown people. Mm-hmm. Grown people at a cigar shop all the time on, like, Facebook and Instagram just scrolling like you see in this movie mm-hmm. mindlessly. And I'm just mm-hmm. concerned. And then on top of that, then when I'm driving around town and I have to be behind the guy doing... The exact speed limit, which is almost a certain sign in L.A. that you're distracted on your phone, you know, mm-hmm. especially at night. It's easy to tell because yeah, whose face is all lit right. up, you know, it's, it's so scary. Uh, when you see that. Yeah. So especially yeah. when they start wandering a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to say there's any particular car that's associated with this, but I'm just going to call you all out right now. Toyota Priuses. You people think that that kind of car, it's not even the Tesla guys. The Tesla guys, either Tesla knows how to hold the road while you're mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. or playing your video games, apparently, or uh, you guys are uh, really into your cars and you're not on your phones. But the Prius drivers, I, it's like no, a it's high perc- higher than normal percentage, A, uh, 
of the cars in L.A., but second of the guys who are distracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you better watch out, man. That's right. Mm-hmm. Please stop driving distracted. Oh, yeah. I've seen L.A. drivers. You guys are not good enough <laughs> no, to be driving distracted. Uh, your undistracted driving is and, bad enough. And not just on the street, but on the freeway, too. No, everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. yes. Yeah. Yes. It's very uh, scary. Yeah. I don't know how I got off onto this. I mean, we were talking the happy stuff about gifts. So, yes. Um, so, you got some nice gifts and some nice vinyl, too, I, I sure hear? I did. Yeah, a lot yeah. of great vinyl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, how about you? Did you get... what? kind of gifts did you get well i think one of the best i got two books one from you oh, fantastic yes. book about la and uh the past uh, you know the past like the mid-century modern kind of world view and i got another book from a good friend mikey k out there on the podcast our listener got me a book on uh one of the famous mid-century modern architects of la nice. some of his houses okay. and so i got two new books for the coffee table there you go what else did I get? Got a couple different bottles of something, something hey, to drink, you know, from a couple uh, co-workers. So thank you to them very much. Uh, got a lot of candy. Um, <laughs> <coughs> Didn't we just have this conversation? Yeah, some of it from a passive aggressive older lady in Wisconsin. <laughs> Your mom. Who's my mom who's like, Dennis, I hope you try to lose a little weight this year. And what does she hand me? So a, bo- a big old box, box of, box of chocolate covered cherries. That's how we do So, you know, I know mother doesn't listen to my podcast because I'd have to first explain what a podcast is <laughs> second get her some kind of device that would work with her right. a smart tv you probably would do it uh-huh but she already has a hard time figuring out the dvd connected to the oh, tv boy. so but um yes the candy thing uh <laughs> was kind of an interesting little you know passive aggressive move of mother there um, so I know she's not listening to us. So you can say it. <laughs> you can say it out loud. Yeah, I can say it out loud. Mother, what's going on? <laughs> My mother's doing fine. But yeah, the, uh, a couple other things, but you know, the books go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to make your coffee table look just extra, 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 extra. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Gonna make extra, coffee- extra. Yeah, it's going to extra, extra. And then my older yeah. brother... Uh, who happened to be passing through town. He lives out in the desert most of the year. Found a very rare McAllen scotch that's been out of, I'm not going to say out of print. Hasn't been produced for like about four years. Okay. He found a bottle and gave it to me for Christmas. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, so I'm only two bottles short of a collection that could be worth thousands of dollars. Like seriously thousands? Like you can retire? Uh, not that much. But like you can get some money. Like six, seven thousand dollars for wow, six bottles. Oh wow. I've now, got do you pack them away or no, you display them? They're on my bar cart. Okay. My bar cart is basically a tool cart okay. with a bottom and a top uh shelf. Mm-hmm. And so on the bottom shelf is where I just kind of line up these bottles. Gotcha. So all the unopened. So I've got, you know, a number of bottles that I guess don't plan to Drink out of right now. Mm-hmm. On the top of the card is all your normal stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, your Jack Daniels, right. your vodkas, your mm-hmm. mixer drinks, a couple, you know, bourbon whiskeys, mm-hmm. an ice bucket. I think I have one of those uh, shaker things nice. if I'm ever going to do martinis. <laughs> and then it's got a drawer in between that I throw all the other miscellaneous stuff in. Okay. Yeah, now, these sit on the bottom. Now, does scotch age well? Like, is it the older it is, the better it is? Or... Scotch ages before they bottle it. 
Okay. So the year on it, like if it's a say a twenty one year old or mm-hmm. an eighteen year old scotch, that's the time that it's spent in the mm-hmm. in the in the barrels. Mm-hmm. Once it goes into the bottles, it kind of stops. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so it. it's not kind of like wine that continues yeah. to age because of the yeast and the way the process all works. Scotch is once it's in the bottle, it kind of is what it is. Wow. The only thing that could happen to it potentially is if it isn't well sealed, is that it could, in a sense, oxidize because of oxygen getting in. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, it will lose its flavor over time. Oh, okay. Same thing like wine. You know, <clears throat> that's why it's got to be sealed up mm-hmm. well. Uh, you know, sometimes with the wax for the wine, etc. But um, once it's in the bottle, it's good to go as is. But nice. it could last for a very, very long time. Wow. Okay. So I'm hoping mine will. I hope it does too. <laughs> Till I can make the money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, gifts wise. Um, I think I think we both did pretty well this I year. Just, as old as I am, I did better than most. I think. That's good said. You know, we're at the age now. Uh-huh. Neither of us are married. Right. Um, so we don't have the spouse that would give us stuff. Mm-hmm. We have parents that, um, you know, parents are parents at this age and our ages that, mm-hmm. you know, what are they going to get us? You know, we're old. We're like, like, you know, older than they were when they had us kind of <laughs> stuff, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Um, and brothers and sisters, you know, my brother with the kids, of course, early on when he had kids. We used to be for that of the four brothers exchange among ourselves. Okay. But then once he had the kids and all, you know, again, cheap brother that yeah. won't pay for the heat, yeah, and right? And it gets expensive, yeah. It's like, why don't we uh, stop with the, you know, no one has to get anyone a gift and all. But, you know, if you want to get gifts for my kids, you know, okay, that's okay. I got you. Got you, brother. Uh, you know, that was okay. Mm-hmm. So other than friends. You know, definitely have some friends in a loop that, uh-huh. you know, we'll get some gifts from. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, yeah. And I don't have kids of my own to give me kids. And stuff. <laughs> you know, gifts. Yeah. So like I said, I think we both cleaned up pretty good this year. I think so. Mm-hmm. It, it was a pretty good year. It was. It really, really was. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got a chance to be with our families. Mm-hmm. Um, we ate good. Yes. And we lived to see the new year. That we did. Yes, we did. That we did. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Well, Dana, I think what we'll do is we'll play a little music. We're going to do a little talk before we do our Dare You Tooth, because we have to talk some seeds for stuff. <laughs> All right, everybody, guess what? We are back for that last part of the show, the last sip. Or slurp. I always forget about that, how noisy it is. Uh-huh. Maybe we'll look for some new theme music for this year, too. <laughs> year. And a, a slightly less slurpy part of the thing. But, uh, yeah, before we talk, I dare you to in our last segment, seeing that this is a bonus show. That's why it's running long, everybody. We need to talk a little bit about what's going on with CISFA stuff. So <clears throat> we are still on target to have our CISFA conference uh, mid-late March, I think it's the 21st through the 23rd. It's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. For those who have gone to conference before where it's like, hey, isn't Monday like just for financial aid directors and then you start the conference on Tuesday? We've broken it up a little bit. So the conference will be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The all directors training that's offered by our chancellor's office will be earlier in the month as a separate two-day event, just so you know. Uh, because we're doing it, 
virtually both uh, both items. So the conference will be uh, March, I believe, again, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Three days virtual. Uh, if you have ideas for sessions, please get those to us right away. Email me directly if you have my email or use the WBCSFA at gmail.com account. And if you're a presenter or know a presenter too, get those to me right away. We are trying to finalize the breakout sessions and all that. We're probably going to have a similar format as we did last year's uh, virtual conference. Many of the sessions will hopefully be pre-taped. It makes it easier on the presenter to get that and get it technically done well. We'll have some live stuff. I'm still working on a keynote person, uh, so we'll see what happens. Otherwise, guess what, Dana? You're going to be my keynote speaker. Oh. I don't know what you're going to talk on. Treat uh, yourself. Treat yourself. That, that's pretty much what we'll, the, the theme will be, everybody. Uh, so uh, conference, and we'll make the fee a very affordable one, even though, you know, as a keynote, uh, Dana would probably cost me a lot of money. Yeah, I'm going to charge you. know, I'm going to have to talk to her agent, and, oh, God, it's, it's going to be a mess. It's, it's going to be, be a, a hot mess. mess. A hot mess. Yeah. Other things going on with CISFA, the bylaws. So one of the duties of the past president, Dana, is to review the bylaws. Now, the good thing is our bylaws are in pretty good shape. So uh, if there's things that are to be proposed to change that change dramatic things or rights of the membership, we have to take it to the membership for a vote. I have to say after making a review and making like grammatical and spelling error corrections, it doesn't look like we have anything we need to take to our voting members this year. There will be some, again, of these minor corrections we'll take to the exec board, which has a meeting next week. To approve, you know, like missing commas, spelling mistakes, use of like vice president doesn't have to be hyphenated. You know, some of those minor things I went through, yeah. it looked like a sea of red afterwards, but it looks good. So uh, our bylaws, everyone, we're in very good shape as an organization. We're running well. And then lastly, uh, this is one that I hope uh, people will start coming out for on this Um Nominations and elections for our 2022-2023 exec board. So I've been sending off some emails to individuals, but if you are interested in running or you know of someone that you'd like to have run for an office, please email me again, either directly or at president at org or at wbcisfa at gmail.com. Find me one way or another. We have four openings. We have the president-elect, which is a three-year cycle. We have the treasurer-elect, which is a three-year cycle. We have the vice president of state issues, two years. And then we have secretary. So if you're interested in running or know someone that would be, please get a hold of me. We hope to have this all buttoned up in a few weeks so that we can have the elections run, uh, I'm going to say early February. That way we can get it done in a couple weeks, announce the winners, and uh, move along for next year, and then Dennis can retire. <laughs> At least from cease for work. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, just. I'm gonna, uh, what do they say? Hang in the win- wings. Okay. Which I assume is a theater uh, uh, saying You're of some hang sort. Hang in the wings. I like That's that. That's right. So we have that all coming up. And now then, Dana. Okay. We're at our part of the show where do you have – and I dare you to for our wonderful listening audience. Yeah, definitely. The first of the year, the first yeah, of yeah. 2022. And well, first of all, I don't think we said it. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes. Um, so this new year, I dare you guys 
to take some time for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know holidays, a lot of you um, take on a lot of family responsibility. Um, yes. Especially, you know, if you're a mother or a single parent. Mm-hmm. And it can be stressful. Oh, yeah. You know, so, yeah, definitely take some time for yourself. Whether that be just, you know, chillaxing at home, binge watching Netflix, uh-huh. maybe going out for a massage, just, yeah, that's, I dare you, take some time for yourself. I like that, uh-huh. yes. Go pick one of those shows that all your friends are not talking about. Uh, right, you know what? So yeah. you can sound like the expert. Have you, you not watched Why <laughs> Factor? What service is on? I think it's on the Hulu HBO Max uh Slingbox. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just be all random and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Then, but you know what? That will actually work. Then they'll be like, oh, my God, no. I haven't heard of this before. Oh, my God. It's uh-huh. great. I, I watched all 24 episodes, <laughs> you know, and each one is three hours long. Oh, Lord. And it's a guest uh, famous director for each one, but they don't tell you which one. Oh, man. And at the end of the show, you have to guess who it was. <laughs> yeah, it's great mystery drama comedy. <laughs> <laughs> All the actors are from Morocco. Mm-hmm. And there's a twist. It has a sci-fi twist to it. That's right. There we go. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people. Have you seen? No, of course I haven't seen it. Have I not explained? I don't have, I have Netflix and I don't watch a darn thing on you it. Did, the fact that you still haven't finished Social Dilemma, and it's been like a year. I know. I <laughs> This is why, you know, some things, you know, someone talks about, it's like, oh, it's probably going to disappear. I better go watch it. Huh, before, like, the it'll give you that message the last day to watch this. I know. So I'm going to have to get it in. <clears throat> it's just oh, a matter man. of finding time. There you go. You know what? I dare you, Dennis, to find some time. Take some time for yourself. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to Dana, everybody. Because <laughs> I don't know how else it's going to happen. You know, take a vacation from your vacation. How about man. that? I only wish. If only I wasn't working two jobs. <laughs> and only getting paid one paycheck? Yeah. Hey. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the school finally figured out how to do it right. As people shed off the uh, your payroll and move to other schools, you just get their work. That's the way it is. That's how it is. That's just the way it is. I think I'm going to knock the wall down and take over the other office. You know, it's now empty. I agree. Oh, that's a whole other topic for a whole uh, other show. I know. Yes, it is. I know. Mm-hmm. How about you, Dennis? What's your what's your dare you? Well, mine's a little weird, but I throw it out there. For those who do have extra time in their life or just want some new experiences or want to take advantage of the fact that this is we are in the great resignation of people leaving jobs and everybody is looking to hire something. And, and occasionally you run across like a restaurant or a store and they don't have as many hours or they've closed their indoor dining. I saw this at a place because they can't find enough people. Start a side gig. That's what I say. So, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur and you start building stuff and selling it on Etsy or um, you're Dana and you go into your basement and you start pulling out the uh, basement or a parking structure. I was going to say. And you start pulling out oh my boxes and boxes of coffee mugs and start putting them up on eBay. My garage, yeah. Or uh, you fill in at a local store you like, like a bookstore or something, just to get the experience of seeing people, working with people. I think you can gain skills from it and apply it to your work back in your office or in your life. But, you know, go think of a side gig. It doesn't have to be 30, 40 hours a week, everyone. A couple, you hours. Know, a couple hours a week on a weekend. 
every other weekend, once a week, once a month or whatever, you know, try something different and let it be in the work. And I, I say in the work world, so you're getting paid for it. Uh, nothing against volunteer work, but I think if you see the world of retail or restaurants or other services out there, you know, working at the local animal shelter, okay, you know what I mean? You're not getting paid or whatever, uh, but, you know, it's a way to give back to your local community, get to connect, get to meet other people. Nothing against us financial aid people, but if all you know is financial aid people, you know, that could get a little tiring right away. And there's a great need for it. And there's Especially a need. here in our community. Yes, yeah. there is. There's needs across the board. You know, we have small businesses still trying to come back. We have restaurants still trying to get their footing. We have, uh, you know, get so many other needs in the community. So go out there, get a side gig. I'll even throw in there, even if it's a volunteer when you're not getting paid for it. <laughs> but I say money, 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 look for the money. That's just me. That's, That's just, just me. Yeah. I like that, though. Well, Dana, as the music comes up, I think we know what time of the show it is. <sighs> yeah. So I want to thank you, Dana, my co-host, for joining us today on What's Brewing C-Swan. Of course, thank you, our audience, for tuning in. And if you have something to say or you have topics you want us to discuss, email us at wbcspa at gmail.com. You can find this and all What's Brewing Ceaseful podcasts all over the place, including Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and iHeartRadio. What's Brewing Ceaseful is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of Dennis and me. This has been episode number 151, recorded Friday, January 7th, 2022. Have a great day and, and have, have a, a great, great weekend. weekend.